Hi guys, my name's Adele Onyango and welcome to another episode of Legally Clueless. No, seriously, I have no clue what I'm doing, but I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one. So I'm back from my adventure. Last week I was in Ethiopia for the very first time ever. I was in Addis Ababa. I was invited by the African Union for the second Pan-African Youth Forum. We had a bunch of different young people from various African countries come together to talk about the issues that affect us and what solutions we propose and how we want to hold the African Union and its partners accountable. And a really brilliant program was um, launched, which is called the One Million by 2021 which then hopes to impact 1 million African youth with different opportunities in education, employment, entrepreneurship, and engagement. It's really cool, actually. Well, it's stuff that I really find cool. (laughs) Yeah, so while I was there, I made so many friends. I didn't really do much of sightseeing because I was there for work. So I think I only went to the leather market (laughs) shopping. (laughs) Will be the end of me. I went to the leather market. But more than anything, I met so such amazing people. One of whom is the driving forces behind the initiative that was launched. And he's a really young African man who's making changes in the African Union. And coming from last week's episode on your passion and making sure it makes money for you, his story touches on that. His story touches on how at a point he was suicidal. It touches on him quitting a well paying job when he'd reached a really high level of management to follow his passion and he was gracious enough to be a guest on this episode my name is Kolekile nisi passionate african number one uh you know this okay so this is interesting intro- introduction people use i'm from a country called africa right <laughs> yeah and a village called South Africa. Ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like we're all united. Hey, listen, number one. <laughs> hey, I'm from South Africa. I work for the African Union Commission as a communications officer in the Department of Human Resources, Science and Technology at the U Division. Yeah. How did you figure out this is something that you're passionate about? Because the last episode was about figuring out your passion. Yeah, yeah. And then figuring out how to make money from your passion. Hey, number one, I'm not making money, huh? Hey, you're talking about Hey, I'm not making a lot. Um, for the longest time, and I'm not even gonna go back to high school and, yeah. and varsity, but I've always been driven by telling stories. Mm. And our I, I went into the corporate space. Yeah. I was doing PR, reputation management, corporate comms, and 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 when I was at the core of my career mm-hmm. as a marketing and comms manager for one big private sector organization. And then I just saw, uh, sat down and I thought to myself, what can I give back? Mm. What can I give back? And it dawned on me when uh, one of the people, uh, there was an interview that I'd been watching on TV. And this one person was like, no, but not everything in Africa is doom and gloom. Yeah. We are not hungry. Uh, not, uh, Ethiopia is not about famine anymore. Yeah. I, I was like, hey, listen, I want to be part of this story. Yeah. Yeah, because the same thing. People think South African think crime, xenophobia, yeah. and yes, there's those elements, there's those social ills. That, but what about the beauty mm-hmm. of it? So I wanted to be part of the beauty, yeah. telling the beauty and everything. I was like, hey, hey, I want to be there. So it just dawned on me at that point in time, and I remember I was working for a big uh, insurance firm at that time, actually financial and risk services. I was a marketing and commerce specialist, and I was like, I'm quitting. And people were like, are you serious? Yeah. You are now at specialization at this age. Yeah. And you are black. Yeah. And there's a 
like and queer yeah. hey even hey. and so you are breaking down boundaries and barriers and all these things and you are now quitting. yeah you are quitting why are you doing this I was like Africa needs me I wanna be like I wanna be documented in history books I want people I, I wanna be topical I, I wanted people to say that guy mm. he left his country and went to Ethiopia to just advocate for young people yeah. and change the narrative. I think that for me is a beautiful story. It what, it's what sustains me. I mean, the conditions are different from here than in South Africa because like, climate-wise even, yeah. the culture shocks, the language and everything. But knowing that there's a young person who's sitting in Kenya somewhere, who's sitting in South Africa, who's sitting in Egypt, and they're relying on me to be the information vessel for them, that for me propels me it does this hey man hey (laughs) but what what would you tell people who are at that stage of wanting to jump and just quit everything Mm, and mm. jump into their passion but these the fear of the unknown the fear of failure are those things that you battled and how did you then Mm. overcome uh, overcome them or did you overcome them or did you just say you know even if it's there (laughs) it's fine hey hey people must jump hey hey no more just jump the world is not waiting. Yeah. yeah, we are evolving and we are moving at a very fast and rapid pace. People must just jump. The fear of the unknown. I mean, when I literally quit uh, at that uh, big uh, financial services firm that I was working for, I stayed for about six months without a job. And I sat at home. Uh, there was a bit of frustration in between all of that. But it was it's a risk that I took and it's slowly paying off where you get someone saying, hey, listen, I read an article that you... Mm. Hey, I saw a press release that you... And... For me, that speaks to the core of my essence as, a, as an individual. Hey, yes, yes, I want the money. Hey, hey, I want the wealth. Hey, but it's not even about the wealth, number yeah. one. Yeah, but it's just about giving back, really. Africa needs people to give back. And it comes with a lot of sacrifices. Hey, speaking about sacrifice, let me tell you. Yeah. Hey, so I leave South Africa. I come to Ethiopia. Hey, <laughs> in a committed relationship, huh? <laughs> No, I'm very, uh, I'm supporting you. I'm railing behind your dreams. Yes. Even hey, 4 a.m. <laughs> in the morning, I get a text. It's over. <laughs> hey, I don't want to say people are trash, but hey, <laughs> you trust me in that moment. Uh-uh. Like, hey, it's over. Hey, me, uh, I can't wait for you. I'm like, but we spoke about this. So it's that thing that it, it comes with a lot of sacrifices. Yeah. You're giving your family time, mm. the friends back home, the food, yeah. the language. But the connections that you are making, mm. hey, ooh, I mean, I'm happy, hey, me, I'm at the right point, I'm yeah. at the right space. So, hey, you know what? Hey, go, go away with your relationship, eh? <laughs> hey, go away with your relationship <laughs> status. Like, you know, nobody thinks about the sacrifices. Yeah, it just yeah. looks very easy. It looks very easy, but look, look at us right now. We are here at the AU, yeah. number one. I haven't slept for days. Yeah. So I leave, I go home, and then I'm literally sitting and I'm thinking, there's content that needs to go out. Yeah. And then I'm up. In the odd hours of the morning, and then I call a text and I just come and I know it's silent and yeah. it's dozed off and it's, you know, it's down down a bit. Then I just come and I start typing and I start thinking what sort of content must go out. But, so the, the sacrifice yeah. is even at a personal level and at an inter and intrapersonal level as well. It, you know, listen, it's giving yourself selflessly. Yeah, even. to yeah. your passion. Yeah, you have to. your to. passion. And for me... When people, I mean, I'm passionate about a lot of things, eh? Yeah. But for me, the, this for me is a calling. Mm-hmm. I swear to you, my undergrad, I did an undergrad in, in politics and public governance. Yeah. 
and I could not even get in. But I remember when we were having this uh, conversation, and uh, would ha- I'd have people asking me, why are you studying politics and, and the diplomatic uh, field study? The vision back then was, I wanted, yes. listen to this, yeah. hey, I wanted to be the first openly LGBT mm-hmm. president in Africa. I wanted that, right? And yeah. I, I quickly realized that even back home, mm-hmm. I was not getting absorbed into the system because LGBT conversations are always muted out mm-hmm. and, 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 and it's always a conversation of why are you not a makeup artist? Yeah. Why are you not in fashion? Mm-hmm. Why are you not in the creative and dramatic arts? And, and, and so I was like, okay, how do I take my learnings mm. and the skills that I've acquired from the learnings mm. and package them in a way that are going to make me marketable in line with the, it may not necessarily mean being a president, but it may put me in the space where presidents start recognizing that, hey, yeah. the tides are changing yeah. even. Yeah. So here I am right now, but I'm, I'm really grateful to, to the, there's a lady called Lewang Mihalani. She picked up the communications person in me. I did not even study communications. Eh? Yeah. I swear to you, I did not study comms. I did not study up until later on in life. Yeah. So I sat in an interv- across an interview with her and I was originally being interviewed for a governance and risk and compliance thing. And that is what initially what I studied because I studied governance mm-hmm. and, 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 and she sat across me and she was like, you know what? I see you plugging into our marketing and communications department. Mm. And she was like, can you write? I was like, hey, hell yeah. Me, yeah. me, I write for fun. Yeah. Me, hey, I write even when I'm asleep. Yeah. Hey. It, it started unearthing the, the, the calling aspects, the storytelling part of me, even when I'm asleep and it just dawns on me. I just wake up and, yeah. I, and I need to document it. I need to write it. I need, I, I need to package the story. And then I was like, okay. Then the corporate started absorbing me and, 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 and then I started going to a space where I was activating and constantly reactivating my calling because that's what we may say. People just, okay, I discover my calling, I discover my passion, but it constantly needs to be reactivated. Yeah. Realigned, yeah. rechanneled, revalued. Yeah, track. listen, yeah. make it relevant. Yeah. All the re's. Yeah. Hey, the re, 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 re. A, a calling is a calling, but if you don't activate it, if you don't constantly keep it in check mm. and make sure that it's positioning you for relevance yeah. and for sustainability, then it means nothing. It's, it, 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 it's, it's, it's really futile. So I'm a storyteller, gender nonconformist. What would you say has been one of your, since making the big shift in your career and even just in your lifestyle, what would you think has been one of your, your highlights? That you look back and you're like, oh, okay, I'm proud I did that. You know, uh, professionally, right now, uh, in the space that I'm in right now, it's such a raw space. Mm-hmm. It's untapped. It's, 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 it's 1 million by 2021. Chairperson announces, I want to reach 1 million youth by the year 2021 uh, across four areas. Entrepreneurship, education, employment, and youth engagement. Yeah. When the brief came, I remember it was in December. When the brief came, we, we literally had such a short time spent to implement all of this. Mm-hmm. When the brief came, and then my head of division looked at me, I was like, hey, you do know that a lot of this rests on comms, eh? Yeah. I was like, and already I had positioned my mind. I was like, okay, it's going to be a lot of sleepless nights, less partying, <laughs> less lituation, yeah. less, 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 less. But I started looking... I'm not just doing this for me. I'm doing this for someone who has a similar story and experience to to mine where they needed someone to believe in them yeah. and tell a story that speaks to them. I've got a brother back home. I've got sisters. I've got cousins. I've got, you know, and also bringing AU and making it accessible to people. I was like, I'm jumping on this. Right now, in terms of reach alone, 
it's just the launch on its own. 400 young people, diaspora, African continent are all in here co-creating scalable solutions mm. and sustainable solutions across the four E's. I wish people could be here to see this for themselves, how we've branded the space. Yeah. It has never been done. Young people are coming and saying, who is responsible for this? I'm like, eh, I mean, <laughs> hey, if the shoe fits, yeah. I will wear it. Huh? I will own. But I mean, I wouldn't have done it on my own. There's a, a great team mm. of young people who gave up time of their jobs, yeah. their businesses, just to come and say, we understand your comms vision. My, my go-to lesson that I've actually picked up along the way is believe in it, even if it doesn't make sense. That drives me. Yeah. I believed in my vision, even though it was not making sense to people. Me, I would sit and talk to people. I was like, listen, number one, I'm going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> me, me, I'm going to be great. And whatever that I touch is going to turn into gold. Yeah. I started believing it and I started living it. Mm. And it started manifesting. Number two, the world owes you nothing. Hey, we're always thinking we are old, eh? Yeah. The world owes you nothing. Even our parents owe us nothing, number one. Hey, we've got our own life stories to live. And for me, that even begins to to speak to the fact that I don't have parents, eh? Yeah. So, I've never met my father. Mm. Where is he, that man? (laughs) I don't know of his whereabouts. Mm. There's my mom. My mom passed away when I was 10. She passed away when I was 10. And then my brother was only six. So, which begins to speak to the third lesson. I'm doing it for my brother Mm. as well. It's not just for me. So, the third lesson is just be selfless. Be selfless and, and begin to give. Because once you, 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 you give, you begin to receive more. It may not be the financial, it may not be the tangible, but once you open up to just giving and giving yourself, the process gives back even. Because yeah. mm. passion can be bittersweet. Yes! <laughs> that, Was there ever a point that you were done? Done with your passion? I, listen, hey, I'm still getting done even now. <laughs> because we never have to stop being done, eh? The thing is with us, because we are millennials, and I, I'm beginning to understand this, we want it. Yeah. We know what we want, and we want it now. Yeah. But the now is not presenting itself as much as we want it to present itself. Eh? Yeah. And then, as soon as we want it to, to, and then that begins to lead me to that thing of being done. But listen, my life story is, with being done, I've been suicidal. I've lost all hope. I, I've been destitute. I've had manuscripts rejected. Mm-hmm. Where I know I'm telling a very good story, but because it's an African story and I'm telling a beautiful African story, publishers were like, no, we're not going to take this. Mm. Uh -uh. Listen, I was done for so long in my life and I was like, you know what? But looking at the fact that there were people who needed my strength, who needed me to, to be active and pick myself up and go. And I was like, no, I'm not about to be done. My name is Kolegi Lemnis and you don't know me yet. I want people to say, I've got ownership in that guy because he moved me from point A to B and I can't be done until all of that is done. And that's it for this episode of Legally Clueless. You can share this podcast with your friends. You can keep it for yourself. I'm not judging. Just make sure you're here next week for the next episode.